the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Nobody looking at the life of Job when he was going through it that would say, you are blessed. Hmm? Oh, do you say, do you go to Job when he was suffering and say, you are blessed? Then you know what? At the end of the story, then you say, wow, Job, you are blessed. You are blessed. I envy you. Really? You envy Job? Huh? You want to go through what he went through? Are you ready to go through what he went through? How did he go through what he went through? How did he go through it? If you have what he had, then you can say, I want to go through it. But I don't think anybody in their right mind will say, I want to go through it. But the scripture says to us, we count them blessed who endure. We count them blessed who suffer for righteousness sake. We count them blessed who suffer for their faith. We count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended, the end intended by the Lord. That the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. New Living Translation says, we give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end. For the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. The end intended by the Lord is good. Amen. Surely there is an end. Say our expectation shall not be cut off. The plan of God for you is not the plan of evil. It's a plan of good. It's a plan of kindness. It's a plan of tenderness. It's a plan of love. It's a plan of care. It's a good plan. The plan intended by the Lord for you is good. So we can then bless who endure like Job. He endured. And we see the blessing of the Lord at the end of the story. Basically, we are not only reminded that the Lord is merciful, we are also reminded of the perseverance of Job. We are reminded of the merciful kindness of God. The end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is good, even in suffering. We are reminded that the Lord is good. We are reminded that he who is suffering for righteousness sake is blessed. But we are not just reminded that the Lord is kind and merciful and tender-hearted. We are also reminded that Job 
endured, persevered, persevered. How was Job able to endure? This is the question that has been in front of us. How was Job able to endure? How was Job able to persevere? It's one thing to wait. It's another thing to be patient. Then if your patience is exhausted, you will have to graduate to endurance. If your endurance is exhausted, you will have to go to long suffering. Amen. So from waiting, some people, they can't even wait. Talk less of being patient. When your waiting is done with, you will have to take on patience. When your patience is done with, you will have to take on endurance. And that endurance has to be endurance. If it's easy, it's not endurance. God will give you joy in endurance, but it doesn't mean that it's easy. And when you are done with endurance, you have to latch on to perseverance. And from perseverance to long-suffering, from waiting to patience, from patience to endurance, from endurance to perseverance, from perseverance to long-suffering. I believe Job went through, through it all. Then he came out at the end. May the Lord give you what you need to go through times of troubles. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't pray for trouble. The troubles do come. Amen. We don't look for trouble. The troubles come. What will you do when troubles come? Not if. When troubles come, what will you do? What are you doing now? Will determine what you are doing now will determine what you will do. How you will handle trouble when it comes. So we are not only reminded of the merciful kindness of the Lord to Job, we are also reminded of the perseverance of Job. How was Job able to persevere? Foundation of a trusting relationship with God, trusting God in times of trouble. Job was able to endure under suffering because before the time of suffering, the foundation of his trust in God had been built up in the presence of God. Waking up early in the morning, praying for his household, giving sacrifices and offerings to God, and he did this continually, every day. Amen. Very, 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 very important. Those who know me, some might say, wow, you are consistent. Wow, you are this, you are that. This did not start yesterday. It started a long time ago. As a young man, as a teenager, trusting God, praying, fasting before the Lord, Spending time before the Lord. And not just then, but throughout my life till today. You know, serving God is not what you do and you stop doing. Or you do it now and you stop later. Or you do it you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. You do it all the time. Amen? You've got to be steadfast. Don't fall from your steadfastness. Apostle Peter said, don't fall from your steadfastness. The things around the things you experience, life will want you, Satan will want you to fall from your steadfastness. Satan was the one at the bottom of the trouble of Job. Satan wanted him to fall from his steadfastness. Before the trouble came, Job had built up strength in God. Had built up a strong foundation of trust in God. So when trouble came, yes, he was shaking. Yes, he was troubled. Yes, he had pains and all of that. And he cried and all of that. But his resolving God did not waver. 
He trusted God throughout. He said, though he slays me, though God wounds me, though God beats me up, yet I will trust him. Amen. Job had no idea that it was Satan behind all this trouble. For his own revelation, he thought it was coming from God. But still he believed that God is good. Amen. He believed in the goodness of God. He believed in the righteousness of God. He believed in the justice of God. He believed in the holiness of God. That God will not do unrighteousness. So he held on to his righteousness. He said, I hold on to my righteousness. I will not let it go. Amen. Again, Job was able to endure under suffering because before the time of suffering, the foundation of his trust in God had been built up in the presence of God. Waking up early in the morning, praying for his household, giving sacrifices and offerings to God. There are many examples of this in the scriptures. You know, if we go through the scriptures, we can see many examples of these. As we trust God in small matters, we see him come true. We will be able to trust him for big things. As we trust God in times of peace, we will be able to trust him in times of trouble. Daniel and his friends, as teenagers, as teenagers, trusted God in the matter of food, in the matter of eating, in the matter of diet. Daniel and his friends, as teenagers, trusted God in the matter of food. When they proposed in their heart that they would not defy themselves with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. And see the result of their trusting God. Daniel 1.15 says, At the end of ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. So Daniel and his friend trusted in God in small matter. Food. Food. They trusted God in the matter of food, in the matter of diet. You might think that is small, but that built up their trust in God. God came through for them. God made them to look better. And those who are eating delicacies. And so they, wow. You no, know, that encouraged them. That encouraged them. So they didn't stop there. They went ahead and trusted God for their education. They trusted God for their academics. And God came through again. You know, as we see the results in Daniel 1, 19 to 20. Then the king interviewed them. Listen to this. After they trusted God in the matter of food, then they trusted God in the matter of their education, their academics. Then God came through in the matter of their academics. And in Daniel 1, 19 to 20, the scripture says, then the king interviewed them. Among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king. Verse 20. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who are in his realm. Wow. They trusted God for their education. Amen. You can trust God for your education. You can trust God for your food. You can trust God in those small matters. But you see what? This guy did not stop trusting God. Because they could trust God in small matters of food, in small matters of academics. They were able to even graduate and trust God for bigger stuff. Daniel 3, basically. In this case, they trusted God to reveal to them the secrets or the understanding of the dream of the king. And the Lord revealed it to them. And because of that, their lives were saved. Amen. They trusted God. Now, you want to ask why Daniel was able to trust God 
When the people wanted to throw him to the lion's den, he was not afraid. Huh? How did he stand through that? Why didn't he waver? Why didn't he say, oh, sorry, uh, don't worry, forget it. Wh whatever you say, I will do. He didn't give up. He didn't give up. They were going to throw him in the lion, and he knew that they were going to do it. They were not joking. But how was he able to stand that, to be able to trust God? When he was told that he would be thrown to the lion's den. Amen. That's because he had trusted God concerning the matter of diet and food. He had trusted God in the matter of his education, of his academics. He had trusted God in the matter of dreams. Now, when he came to his life, his life being in danger, he was able to trust God. If you trust God now, in time of peace, you will be able to trust God in time of peace. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.